This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Last week, we talked all about neurodiversity, which is so important. So if you guys haven't had the chance to take a listen to that, stop, go listen, and then come back. So this week on the podcast, we have Danny Newcomb, who is on Instagram as the messy SLP. And we absolutely love her platform. She posts a ton of really great videos and reels and things like that, that are just so relatable. Um, so we're really excited to talk with her and get her perspective and just some tips and tricks on how to avoid burnout um, and make sure that we're really having a good balance in our lives, because especially this, this time of year, it's really hard. I think regardless of the setting you work in. So Danny, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. This is so fun. (laughs) You're so cute. I'm so excited that you're here. Seriously. Um, so I guess just start by telling us about yourself and your background as an SLP. Yeah, so I am currently, I'll be heading into year three as an SLP, um, year two with my C's. Um, I am currently in South Bend, Indiana, but I'm originally from California. Um, I graduated from Loma Linda in 2018. Um, I have worked in a variety of places, um, mainly in Peds land. That's kind of where I live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I started my clinical fellowship year was at a peds feeding and swallowing clinic. And I say peds feeding and swallowing, but it was early intervention, um, autism, speech and language, the whole shebang. And it was a blast. It was, it was amazing. And then I went from there to an autism therapy center. So an ABA therapy center, which, um, was interesting. I didn't realize how, um, I didn't realize that ABA and speech didn't always get along. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really good experience. Um, Mm -hmm to see what good ABA looks like and how yeah. like you can really, it, it can really be collaborative. And mm-hmm. so I worked in there, uh, that setting for about a year, I transitioned to a sniff for about six weeks and had a really <laughs> rough experience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. then just, it was not where I was supposed to be. And then I went into the schools because I wanted to be back in Peds land. Mm-hmm. Um, and my boyfriend's a high school teacher. So I jumped into the schools and now yeah. I'm at an elementary school. I signed on um, for another year with the district. Um, and I work with pre-K to sixth grade. Um, fabulous. I love, I love that job. And then, um, I also just opened up a private practice on the side. So congrats. So excited. Thanks. Thanks. It's super fun. It's busy, but, Mm -hmm. um, that's a little bit about me. So I've dabbled in quite a bit in terms of peds. I was going to say, you've been a little bit of everywhere, which is pretty cool. And even having the sniff background to say like, okay, I tried it not my thing, but I tried it. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, maybe that's just not where I'm supposed to go. And now 
I know where I don't want to go. And exactly. so I'm on the job hunt again in the future. I know, okay, that's going to be closed off to me right. because I just simply didn't enjoy it. So yeah, yeah definitely. Right. Just curious, what brought you to Indiana from California? <laughs> so I took my clinical fellowship was in North Carolina. Okay. Um, I was in a relationship at the time and we were doing long distance. So I moved out there. And then after that ended, I was like, well, I'm going to go do travel therapy. Once my CFs yeah. was done, I was like, you know, I felt like I was being called to go elsewhere. So I went to Indiana. I took the first travel job. I said, I'm open to anything. And so she placed me in a very small town in Indiana. <laughs> and then while I was at a lamp training um, up here in South Bend, I thought, oh, that's a neat area. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of things happened and I was going to continue traveling. And then I met my boyfriend and decided that Indiana oh, is where I'm supposed to be. For I real. love it. I love that you've been to all sides of the country, really, though. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm now kind of, I want to say I'm like in the middle, but I'm not really. But I'm, yeah. I was like working my way back to California and then I just stopped. <laughs> so yeah. here I am. There you yeah. go. Well, yeah. Claire and I are both Midwesterners. I'm in Michigan mm-hmm. and Claire's from Toledo, but is now in Virginia. Okay. And usually it's the opposite. People are like, get right. me out of the yeah. Midwest. <laughs> Other, I'm like enjoying it. I'm like, look, cost of living is so it, much cheaper. So much better. Yeah. Are so much nicer. Like yeah. people out here are so nice. I say hi to people on walks and they say hi back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are my people. <laughs> I love that. That's, uh, that's amazing though. Cause everyone says that about the Midwest. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's so nice. It's a blast. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, going back to our speech related <laughs> topic, um, we love your platform on Instagram. Like Claire said earlier, you have amazing reels. You're so creative. I love when your videos pop up on our feed. So, what was your reason or kind of inspiration behind starting the Messy SLP? Um, so it actually started as a blog. Um, I was blogging while I was out in North Carolina and um it basically, I was like, I need to call it something. And I wanted, I I had no idea. And so I was, I just knew that I wanted to write because that's what I've done my whole life. And so I was like, you know, I need to write. I just, that needs to be something in my life. And so I Googled, how do you know what to write about? And then it was like things that you don't want to talk about. And I was like, well, I was like, I feel like I don't talk about being met. Like people will ask like, how are you? And if I've had like a really bad day, I'm like, I'm great. You know, things are going well. (laughs) And it was like, there were days where like, I was having a hard time or I was struggling with burnout in my CF. And, um, I had a friend go, well, how do you expect me to help you if you don't tell me? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at that. So Mm -hmm. I just was like, well, I'm kind of bad at talking about my life being a quote unquote mess, which it's not. I'm, you know, I I don't mean to make it sound like, oh, I was just such a mess, but it was like, (laughs) that was like something that I felt I avoided. So I called it the messy SLP poured into that for a while and then made an Instagram just to promote the blog Mm -hmm. that ended up being nothing because I didn't put much into it. Mm-hmm. And then last summer I looked at Eric and I was like, I really want to do something SLP related with this messy SLP Instagram. Yeah. He was like, yeah, go for it. And I was like, okay. And so then it was just like putting out content and I couldn't find a niche. I couldn't get people to look at it because it wasn't content that I was excited about. Mm-hmm. I was just putting out what I thought people put out on SLP Instagram. And then when reels came around, I like sat there and I was like, oh no. I'm going to have to do this to be relevant. (laughs) Claire and I have had this conversation conversation too. We're like, we're going to have to do these soon. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, I 
no, like I will not do that. I'm very much like, I like to keep up a certain appearance. And then it was like, I got to go out there and just make a fool of myself and have fun with mm-hmm. it. And I was like, oh, okay, found my niche. And so yeah. it's just been like, you know, it's been super fun. And so that's kind of how the messy SLP started and then how it evolved. And it keeps taking so many different shapes that I'm like, look, whatever mm-hmm. shape it decides to take, I'm just going to kind of roll with it. I love love that. that. And I think it's so well said that a lot of content originally, maybe it's just like content you thought you were supposed to put, which Mm -hmm. I think is, is where Instagram maybe is a fault sometimes. Cause Mm -hmm. there's just so much information out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we, Rachel and I both talk about how we sometimes feel pressured just to like post things, even though like maybe we don't have anything to say at the time. And I yeah. think social media is kind of negative in that way. Cause it makes you feel like you have to do all these things, but yeah, it know. does. Or you have to like, you know, you're looking at the algorithm and, and right. it's like, yeah. well, the more you post and it's like, good Lord. But like, sometimes I don't want to, or like last week, yeah. yeah, I was just like, I'm busy. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't have all of this to give to social media. Right. And, um, you know, I find that honestly, I find that people really don't care that much. If you're like the first time I was like, Oh my gosh, Eric, I have to post people. People will notice. He's like, he why would me. they notice? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, why would they notice? I'm like, you're absolutely right. They follow however many thousand people right. they're right. not going to be like, Oh my gosh. Um, Danny's MIA. Is she okay? Like, so then once I realized that, like it was, you know, it's it takes the pressure it's off so big. Yeah. yeah. It takes the pressure off. It makes it fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so kind of going to the bigger topic of work life balance, um, I guess, why do you feel, and how do you feel like that is so important? Um, and why you kind of focus on that. And I know that that's something you're really passionate about. So if you can talk a little bit about that, because Rachel and I would love to help with that as well. (laughs) I mean, I'm still trying to strike balance. And I think like Mm -hmm. Instagram being introduced as like, something that's not only enjoyable, but now like there are opportunities to potentially make some income on that. You know, that's like, okay. It's like, oh my gosh, it's a totally different job that now is at my home, like that I can do right before bed. And so I think it's constantly like, it is constantly a balancing act. And, you know, if you think about like legitimately balancing something, it's constant, you're always shifting, you're always adjusting, things will be out of whack and then you have to adjust accordingly. And so it's, I think it's just this constant, as you go through different seasons in life, you have to adjust. But like during my clinical fellowship year, which I would never change, I loved my CF. It was a fabulous spot. Um, it was, I had great supervisors, but I was able to make my own schedule. I was paid per session. So if a kid didn't show, I did not get paid. I was fresh out of grad school, moved across the country. I am broke. And I was like, well, I have to hustle then. And so I was stacking my schedule, no time for paperwork during the day because I, I needed to see kids. I wasn't getting paid for paperwork. Mm -hmm. And again, that's part of going, you know, and they were very transparent with that from the get-go, you know, we're a smaller private practice. This is what it looks like. But for somebody like me, who was, like I said, in a financial position where I was like, I don't have the option, but to really just grind and hustle so that I have enough money. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was just my personality. I like to be go, 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 Mm -hmm. but I wasn't, allowing myself time to just stop and write out paperwork. So I was doing paperwork. I would get home from the gym after work and I would do paperwork. I was doing paperwork Saturday and Sunday mornings. I would take my entire bag to church and right after church, I would go to the coffee shop and I was burnt out. And I remember 
and again, to no fault of my CF supervisors, it was a fabulous, fabulous place. This was all on me. I made my own schedule. So I want to make sure that that's clear. That was very much self-inflicted, right. but I got done with my CF and I was like, I don't even like, I don't even enjoy my job anymore. And it was like, how am I burnt out when I'm not even a year into this? Like not okay. And then I went to the autism therapy center and I was contract. So there were, I was only there for four months and then I was, well, I was supposed to be there for four months and then seven months. So productivity wasn't really looked at. They were just happy to have that spot filled. So I loved my job. I enjoyed it. And then when I got hired on by that company, it was like productivity, productivity. And then it was just all of this all over again. I was like, oh my gosh, like I was stressed about not seeing kids because they were sick. And it was like, and I was being paid salary. So it didn't matter if I didn't see a kid, but then I was still stressed because then I would have somebody coming after me about productivity. And so again, I didn't enjoy my job. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I love this field and I am not excited to go to work. And like, there are days where you're not going to be excited, but like, I was like, I spent, I spent three years in grad school. I spent how much money to go into a field that I don't like. And so it caused this, like for a while, it was this spiral of, did I make a huge mistake in going into this field? And then I just needed to realize that I just needed to get back to the basics of the job. And sometimes, unfortunately, the jobs that we're in aren't conducive to that because we do have productivity. Mm-hmm. There is the financial aspect of things, but I realized that there needed to be more to life than work. Like I needed to be more than an SLP because for a while, that's all that I was. Mm-hmm. And I was fitting everything else around my job. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's for sure not how it should be. Right. And so if, and I know the type of personalities that SLPs are, and I am among the masses in terms of I'm, I like to be go, go, go. SLPs tend to be achievers. They don't like to have things that are left untouched. And so I think that personality is very, very, you know, susceptible to burnout and it's mm-hmm. so real and it's mm-hmm. like, why? But it all started in grad school. So I'm not surprised that I entered into the field burnt out. Right. So. Yeah. That's a very good point. So what are some things that you do now to kind of find that work-life balance? Because I know specifically just relating to the podcast, Claire and I, in the beginning, were like, go, go, go. And then we kind of backed off and we were like, okay, on Saturdays, we're not going to do anything podcast related. We like will text each other that too. Like don't do speech stuff on Saturday. (laughs) It's like the no, we're not going to do it because we need a day off. Or mm-hmm. I'll send her a question and then say, I know I'm breaking the rules and you don't have to answer. We'll talk yeah. tomorrow. So <laughs> what are some things you do now to kind of find that work-life balance? Cause we know the struggle. Yeah. Um, I really try to be intentional about not bringing work home. And so for me, I have a really high caseload. Um, I just dropped down below 80. I am at 79 kids. So, so blessed. that's how it was when I was in the school. And that's why it's I left crazy. the school. Cause I was yes. like, I can't, I can't do it. It's not manageable. That's no, crazy. it's crazy, Ugh. but we have a flex week. So we work that three to one okay. that consultation model or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. we call it our flex week. So I have that last week nice. to catch up and kind of So that's nice. I get to do IEPs at work versus bringing them home. But like, I don't, I really have 
learn to get back to the basics of therapy so that mm-hmm. I'm not at home prepping materials all night long. And I've come to terms with the fact that that's not the SLP that I'm going to be in. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and you know, my lifestyle right now with school and work, and then all of this is like not conducive for me to be, to do all the fun stuff. And I've come to terms with that. So I really like got down to like, what can I trim out? What is unnecessary? And, um, one of the things was, like I said, prepping materials, bringing IEPs home. Like I just needed to be smarter with my time. So if I had a couple of kids who are absent, I am chipping away at that IEP or I'm making sure that I get to work right at 7:45, so that for that first 45 minutes that I'm not seeing kids, I'm cranking out paperwork and making sure that I get that done. Um, so during my scheduled times where I'm at work, I am at work. And so I really, it was more like, just making sure that I got stuff done and it's been nice. It's been good for me, you know, during work hours, you work and then you get to go home and it's helpful to have Eric because Eric is good about, Hey, you've been working a lot. Maybe we should just relax, you know? So that's super nice because my personality, like I said, I'm like, let's go. go. We've got so much to do. And so, um, I've been really intentional about putting work down, be it, you know, Instagram stuff, school stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also like meeting myself with some grace in that regard and yeah. knowing that me putting work down doesn't make me a bad SLP and yeah. trying to really kind of break from break away from that narrative of like, I have to be working all the time to be a good SLP. Mm-hmm. And I think that social media is a big part of that where it can, I either see that there are other SLPs having a glass of wine, you know, on a Friday night and mm-hmm. they're enjoying it. But then when I see an SLP who is working on a Friday night, which shout out to them, if that's how their life is working, then that's fantastic. But realizing that just because they're working, it doesn't negate my relaxing, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so if I start to see that I'm comparing, then I, I put Instagram away and realize Mm -hmm. I'm probably not in the headspace to scroll through stuff. So I've been trying to not compare. I've been trying to be intentional with time away and you know, also remembering that like, it's a constant adjustment that I have to make and being okay with that and being dynamic with that. Definitely. Yeah. I have a question. What's a flex week? Oh, <laughs> I've heard of those. I have not experienced it myself, but I have heard of that. <laughs> it's amazing. So we basically write our provisions either three times a month or six times a month. So it would be once a week or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And so the first three weeks I'm doing direct services And then, so seeing kids, all that fun stuff, I'll Mm -hmm. fit in IEPs, obviously, because the deadlines never line up with my flex, but, um, and then that flex week I'm doing evals, I'm making up sessions, I'm writing IEPs, I'm writing reports, I'm cleaning up my, my desk for heaven's sake. So it's amazing. I think that if I didn't have that, I don't think I would be, I would stay in this district just because, or I, I would have a hard time staying in Indiana in the schools, mm-hmm. at least because mm-hmm. they don't have a caseload cap. Um, I think it would be difficult to manage. I should say that was mm-hmm. drastic. Um, but with that flex week, it's everything. Like, it makes the workload that. so much more manageable. I think that's the way of the SLP future. Is that a oh, school okay. district thing or is that an Indiana thing? That's so I do know that my friend, Lindsay, when I met up with her at some point, I don't know, it was like 2019, Mm -hmm. you know, 
when you could travel and stuff. Right, right. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, I met up with her and she was working at the schools and I asked, you know, how's it going? And she explained, oh, we work on this consultation model or whatever it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And so when I interviewed with this district, they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. we work on this three to one. And I had heard of that and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. So yeah. she was in California. This is, you oh. know, Indiana. This is our district has laid that out. So I think okay. it's, okay. But I also know that Indiana doesn't have caseload caps. So I wonder if that's districts trying to just make it more manageable. Make it easier for people. Yeah. And I agree. I hope that is the way that things are moving. That sounds amazing and so much more manageable. I want that. (laughs) I know. Poor Rachel. (laughs) You need that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So I guess what advice would you give us or um, other uh, SLPs in the field, or I think a lot of our listeners are like grad students or CFs or just early on in the career, especially when you're starting in the career to avoid burnout. Because I think where the problem becomes is you hit burnout and then it's really hard to come back from it. Right. It so you is. really have to like avoid it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to people early on so that they don't hit that point? Yeah, I would say you really need to find what brings you joy outside of your job. And like, you need to make, like, it needs to be a date with yourself that you will not break. I am writing it in my planner, you know, in pen. So I cannot erase it. I'm writing it in my planner that I'm going to go do X, Y, Z. Um, you know, like I said, for me, having Eric, that's helpful because I'm excited to spend time with him. So it's easier mm-hmm. to put work down. But when I was by myself, it was like all work all the time, but you know, like you said, you have to get ahead of it or else Mm -hmm. you find yourself going, Oh my gosh, I'm so burnt out. And how did I get here? And so finding what brings you joy outside of your job and realizing that you're more than an SLP, like that's your job title. And that's fantastic. But you're also, you know, you're, you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a daughter, you're a sister, like you're all of these different amazing things and finding who you are and really making sure that you are putting time into those roles as well and then another thing and my poor sweet cf i she looks at me and just like ah every time i say this but i go if i'm not getting paid for it i'm gonna think twice about doing it so if you're not paying me to do a little bit extra after work and now like i'm a people pleaser so i like started sweating even as i say that hypothetically Mm -hmm. to you guys but like (laughs) it's been so yes it's been so true and so eric's a high school teacher and you see all of the things that he's doing outside of work. Mm-hmm. And I am doing stuff outside of work and we've both been better about going, do we need to do this right now? Can we mm-hmm. get to work maybe five to 10 minutes earlier? And can we do that so that maybe at home, we're not bringing as much work home. Like right. there are days that are long. Like there are days that I have to bring home billing and I do billing until 10 o'clock at night. But those are like once a quarter mm-hmm. versus like every single day I'm up till 10 doing work. And so- that's been something that is a very hard mindset shift for me. Like if, yeah. if you're not paying for me for it, like I, I'm not going to do it. That's right. been very hard. And like I said, that's still like, I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> because I'm the type that if you ask me to do something, I'll do it. But mm-hmm. if it's, if it's something that I am looking at taking home that nobody's asking me to do, then I'm going to mm-hmm. look, tw- I'm going to think twice about it. Um, I'm going to think twice about, you know, is this worth the burnout that I might experience because I'm doing this regularly? Mm-hmm. And then, excuse me. And then for grad students, 
something that I've really been trying to tell grad students is you need to practice this now because just like you're practicing these clinical skills, this is something that is going to set you up for success in the future and you need to treat it uh, just as, as a skill. It is a mm -hmm. skill to find that work-life balance and it is so hard. Yeah. And it is something you have to consciously think about, especially if you're somebody that's always strived to do more. Right. Because that's, you know, that's praised. Oh, you went above and beyond. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like crying and burnt <laughs> out, but like I went above and beyond. Yeah. And it's like getting ahead of that in grad school and really practicing and making a habit out of self-care. Like it's not treating it like it's not an option. Self-care isn't an option here. Like it is a necessity for you to better show up for the people that need you. And also I think that shifting it from it's selfish to, you know, like it's selfish to take care of myself to like, this is how I am taking care of my people. Because if right. I'm showing up as best as I possibly can, then how much more are they going to benefit from that? And so trying to shift the narrative there as well is what I would recommend. And like, it is a practice for sure. Yeah. 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 I think it's so important that you touch on the grad school aspect, especially because every time I have an intern, <laughs> um, I stress like the if you can give yourself a grace period in between graduation and your CF, because the end of grad school, the hustle is so real with, mm -hmm. if you're doing a thesis or a comprehensive exam or, and you're taking the praxis and now you have to get licensed and finish up, you know, your internship and all of that. And my intern that I just had this semester was like, yeah, I start my CF in two weeks. And I was like, no. uh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I get it. Like you want to, earn money, right? Because you've been working for <laughs> nothing, right? And even worse, you're paying to work. So I get it. But just that break in between is like your time to recharge. Yeah. And I yeah. hope, I hope that um, programs are getting a little better about this. I know um, I work at the University of Virginia and in their grad program, and we as a program are trying to be better about making sure that we tell them to like, take a break and check yeah. in with them. Like, how are you doing? Not just like, how's it going, but how are you doing? Yeah. And I think that kind of is across the board. I know, um, like some of the supervision CEUs, we take really focus on that, like making sure that you're focusing on how your students are feeling, not just what they're doing. So I, I hope that shift is coming a little bit more because grad school is hard. It's rough and there's like no yes. way around it. And I think that we can't make it easy, but we can make it doable and set them up for success. So I think that's yeah. where it starts. I totally agree. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, Danny, you have filled us with such wonderful information. Is there anything kind of last minute that you have just for our listeners regarding lifestyle balance or, you know, managing burnout or like welcome to your CF or anything? I just think like, <clears throat> excuse me, I think you bring up a super, super good point about like taking that time. And I think that's mm -hmm. important as we continue with our careers. Like I'm going from this school job that I'm at. And as you say that, I was like, oh no, I'm going <laughs> from the school job. I took a travel assignment for seven weeks to go and work through the summer. So I have some income mm -hmm. and then I'm going right into the district job that I took. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. This is supposed to be my summer. Like, mm -hmm. what am I doing? But I do have a week 
after my travel assignment where I I will just have to just chill before I start. Mm -hmm. And so it's like listening to other SLPs that have experienced it because, you know, I think that there's something to be said about you don't know where your boundaries are until you reach them. And so you don't know your tipping point until you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here because some people can handle more or like, I don't have kids. So I can probably handle a little bit more on my workload simply because I don't have little other humans to worry about. Like Mm -hmm. how moms do it. I don't even know, but side tangent. Um, But like listening to the SLPs that have been there before, but also knowing like I have to experience this for myself and really being in tune with your body, figuring out as females, and I'm going to speak to the general SLP population, um, which is heavily populated with females, our bodies are fantastic. So if you can start listening to your body and learning the cues that it's going to give you, I think that's going to really just show you what stress can do to your body. And so like really starting a practice of listening to that and then responding. So going, oh my gosh, maybe I do need to just take a break today and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And then um, not following people on social media that encourage you otherwise. Um, I think that that's super hard um, and it's it's really difficult because you see a lot of people that are go, 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 go. Um, But if at any point you feel like social media is not filling your cup, it's instead draining you, then I would recommend you take a step back, especially for the new grads that are soaking up information from these seasoned SLPs on Instagram. Take a, take a step back, Mm -hmm. enjoy where you're at in life. Um, Whatever season of SLP life you're in, enjoy it because it's so fun and it's so exciting to learn new things, but you're better off treating yourself right now and then imagine how much longer you get to be in the field and that's exciting right that's the last thing I have to say Mm -hmm. I love that and I think that's a great note to leave on um we appreciated having you and I'm sure everyone else does too and they can find you on your Instagram is there anywhere else Mm -hmm. that you want to point people to I kind of talked about your blog, but (laughs) yeah. Oh, if you want to read the blog, go ahead. That's just a bunch of word vomit over there. That's the messy SLP. I think that's the messy SLP doc. No, that's messy SLP.com. My business is the messy SLP.com just to confuse everyone. And, um, that's about it. I'm on, my business is on Facebook. If you want to go and like that, I don't post very much. I'm going to try to get some more Instagram, Facebook, you know, communication there. That's hard to, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. I live on Instagram. That's where you'll find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Danny. We appreciate you you guys. Thanks. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you again so much for joining us. And as always, you can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech. And if you or anyone you know is in need of speech therapy in Southeast Michigan, feel free to email me at speechissupersweet at gmail.com. And you can also follow the Let's Talk About Speech podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you give those a like and a follow. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or my Facebook page, Kindly Speech LLC. And if anyone in the Ohio area is in need of speech teletherapy, please contact me, kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com. Rachel and I also have an email for the podcast that you can email us with suggestions, or if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, that's let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.